Hello. Welcome to the Everflow Podcast. Um, I'm very excited. <laughs> very excited. Uh, we had such an awesome week. And just to go ahead and get out there, um, we had a crazy schedule this week. So we've gone ahead and moved our podcast recording to Monday morning. This might be my favorite thing because yesterday is so fresh. And yesterday was so amazing. And I'm excited to unpack it with my friends. Okay. Pastor Ryan, welcome. Hey, Sally. How are you doing? Hey, doing great. How are you doing? Good. Okay, wonderful. Hey, Pastor Alex. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. And then Shelly Brandon. Hey, Sally. <laughs> Hi. Oh, I'm just so excited to talk about yesterday. Me too. Um, wow. What a day. <laughs> I did think, too, like the freshness of it being of yesterday yes. that, that is going to help. Yeah. I know. It was a great day. I love, I love that we're so close to it because if we had recorded by Wednesday, would we have forgotten? I don't know. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know that we'll ever forget. But no, but I it had, you know, it'll, yeah. I had trouble going to sleep last night. I still had <laughs> really? adrenaline. I slept great. Yeah. I had, <laughs> I had adrenaline flowing just yes. all day. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I painted furniture so wow. I could just like be in my head uh-huh. thinking about it and it just never left me. And I had, I tossed and turned for the longest time because I could not like, I couldn't stop thinking about yesterday. Were you yes. singing the songs in your head? You know, when you can't get them out of your head and you're almost like, <laughs> Like, stop. I was just, I was truly thinking about the power that was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just a beautiful visual of what heaven is going to be like. Uh-huh. And rowdy. Yeah. Rowdy. It, it was, was both so services. rowdy. Both services. Now, what you're, I will uh, say, there, there service, was a little diff, there was a little yeah. bit of a difference. And I don't know what the difference was other than okay. second service was. All right. So ask, ask me what I thought. What did you think about okay, it, Shelley? Okay, so Levi actually <laughs> stayed in the service with me. This was totally a God thing as well. Uh-huh. He asked to come to service. Let's and I go. said, absolutely. Aww. So he sat beside me and, you know, we're worshiping. I've got my arms around his chest and I'm just like, wailing on it just like <laughs> in it like my, I, my hands could not go up any higher I was just in it and he turns and he looks at me and he's like my stomach hurts because I'm beating him to death <laughs> listening yeah. to music and I'm like well dude you could just tell me to stop no yeah. what he said so we were trying to talk about it in the garage and he was like that last song I didn't, I didn't like it uh, and we were like, what do you mean what? that was the best song? He's like, my stomach hurt because you were beating on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just going crazy. But anyway, I was in the back. I'm usually in the back, you know, in case mm-hmm. I need to slip out or anything. And that picture, seeing everybody's hands raised, everybody just moving, the just guttural like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. I mean, it was unlike anything I have ever seen to the point where when you were praying and that last song, I told Levi, I said, I'm going to run to the bathroom because I didn't want to have to explain where I was going. Yeah. And I could not get to you, oh, Sally, fast yes. enough because I was just overcome with emotion. I was crying, which is hard for me to do sometimes. Mm. And I just needed to share that moment with yes. somebody. Yes. So, oh my gosh, it was just, it was so good. It was full of the Holy Spirit, full of power. I've never seen our church move like that. Yeah. Wow. And it it changed me. It did. Did oh, you hear? I love that. I know you did because you you started laughing. Like it, and <laughs> yeah. we talked about this too. I was like, it wasn't like a laugh. It was like a. It was. A, I, I was can't I believe this. Like, so, yeah, yeah. It was like I can't believe. What's I was happening. somewhere in between at yeah. all times. I right. could have either yeah. laughed till my stomach hurt or just sobbed. Like so yeah. that. It was that was the tipping beautiful. point for me because yeah. somebody wow. top right said yeah! yeah like just this loud like. <laughs> Oh, it was yeah, amazing. And you that's when you <laughs> laughed, but I thought it was like a cry laugh. Yeah, and was, I yeah. literally went, Oh, <laughs> like, oh, she's gonna cry. And I it just <laughs> did me in. You know that laugh right when it's just like you're just so amazed. It's like, I don't even know what to do. The, it was the that, thing that is, feeling. The thing is, and I could cry right now talking about it oh, because the thing that is beautiful is like I feel I could feel that in mm-hmm. my soul. Right. When yeah. We were singing, like, yes, these words are true yeah. and they're beautiful. And to hear other people when it just resonates at the same time and yeah. you're like, you feel the freedom of this yeah. too. You yeah. know the truth of this too. And that's why, I, and I, I said this a couple of times in whatever different prayers yesterday. <laughs> I prayed a lot yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but that there is so much beauty that there it, the world feels so dark and so full of truly like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be dramatic, but just death. It's just dark and and when you have, when you come into a room like that, and yeah. it's people are on the same page yeah. that there is life here, yeah. and there, yeah. and this is the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like that feeling of like, yes, I, you see me and I see mm-hmm. you, and it's wow. deeper than just humans. Like yeah. it is our spirits yeah. connecting and agreeing with one another, and it was just, it was the most beautiful thing. And I'll, I'll say, so walking in yesterday, 
Walking in yesterday was a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I thought it, it too. It was, I, and I, you know, you hear That's people say funny. stuff like this. I'm, like, I'm the exact same way. I mm. walked in, it felt, and I was like, I don't, I, I literally thought, I don't Who's like, been here? yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't like this feeling. It felt, and I don't know if it was the rain, yeah. the rain added to That's it, but point. there was also this spiritual element of like, it feels like today is just another day. And I don't yeah. like feeling that way. It felt at slow. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Like usually you come in now pumped up energy, ready to, yeah. ready to go. It did feel like. It don't, there just felt like a wet subdued. blanket, honestly. It was just like, all right, are we just here to show up and do it, do a thing on a Sunday? Like, and I don't like that feeling. Mm. And so we prayed at the, and I felt really overcome in, in, in the, the rehearsal. And I felt, almost, I guess, maybe convicted by it. Cause I was like, how am I contributing to this? I'd had a bad attitude. My back was hurting. Oh, wow. I didn't have the best weekend. And I felt that. And then all of a sudden I was like, Jesus, you're the only thing that matters. Yeah. And so we prayed for the service and I felt things start to shift a little bit. And, but I was going into the first service almost like, what's about to happen? Because <laughs> no, people don't know this, like 10 minutes before first service starts, the power went out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it flickered. It wasn't crazy, crazy. Like, yeah, it wasn't it takes out like for a long 30 time. minutes to get stuff back but on. Yeah, like, it's I not mean, like just flip a switch. Exactly. It's a big production thing we got going on here. So it, it takes a lot of time. So that creates a little bit of chaos. I'm sure for Greg, I felt bad for his... <laughs> brain in that moment. I was like, oh gosh, what's he about to have to handle because of all this? Solid pro. Yeah, truly. Never stressed one time. Truly. Oh, like God. I mean, no. out, on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> yeah. It's like on the inside, total panic. Um, but so there was already a weird feeling, but first service was powerful in a different way. It was not rowdy, but I, I felt at the, the end, spirit of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At I, the end it was. Yeah. And I See, my say, eyes were closed. Jesus paid it all. Oh my, my eyes were closed. The, here's the here's what I want to say. Like, so up, you buddy. mentioned you mm-hmm. pre- that Jesus wet blanket Christ. feeling. It it did feel. I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to. It's like a heaviness. But, yes. But when you did pray in rehearsal, at least for me, in my mind, that was a turning point because you just, oh, you, yeah, it was. you legit prayed for salvation. And and not that I, I was excited. Yeah. But that just woke me up for a second. It's like, wait a second, let's remember what we're doing. Yes. And at least for me, that that and then I just got to sit and listen to music. Mm-hmm. Second service, I think there was a <laughs> there's a reason why it 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 was the way it was. Yeah. And it was to me the students in the yeah. front. Mm-hmm. When you I don't know if, if you could see them from where you were yeah. just because everybody's standing. I don't know. I just they don't and it there's parents right behind them. Yeah. Now me, I'm not that kind of guy, especially in, in in when I was that age, to go back and raise my hands when my dad's watch. It's just a weird yeah. feeling to me. Yeah. Yeah. These kids, there's about only about eight or ten of them, but they were legit right in front of the stage, in front of the whole church, just raising their hands and praising worship. Yeah. And then we had a couple adults come on the side that I was on when they saw all the students, yeah. and it mm-hmm. just felt like yeah. freedom. Yes. Like if we can see yes. our sixth through twelfth graders on the front without anybody caring and just raising our hands yeah. in worship, mm-hmm. Elijah. Green, oh, one of them oh, yeah. that really went forward, mm-hmm. and I told him yesterday. I said, "Man, you are doing something for this church mm-hmm. that you don't even have a clue." Mm-hmm. Is that you think you're doing it for? Well, he is doing it for the Lord, yeah. mm-hmm. and to be an example for the students. But yeah. you have no idea the tone you're setting for our adults. And I, I feel mm-hmm. the same way about the few of the adult ladies who come up to the front on the side during the second service. Mm-hmm. They're just, mm-hmm. it's just they're in total, it. total it's, freedom yeah. and worship, and and it. And uh, it's funny because I, I feel like we always go back to a Charlie quote or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, the way that he <laughs> he was talking the last time that he was here, and he was like, "Man, you guys are you guys are you guys make me want to worship more." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is something about that. It's this reciprocal thing that mm-hmm. like we we think we're leading worship. No, like I'm watching, and the way that they're worshiping leads mm-hmm. me yeah. deeper into worship. It was just yeah. that that was happening yesterday. It yeah. was like yeah. yes. And you are believing this. You are walking in this. And I'm going to believe this, you know? I, I want to point one more thing out, too. I, I got more things, okay. too. Let's of keep the, going. Of the I second know. service, because, and I did say this on stage, but I think also we there was a difference because the, clearly the presence of the Holy Spirit was there. Uh-huh. So y'all had four, five. How many songs we normally do? Four? Yeah, average four. Okay, average four. So yesterday in first service, we did song, welcome, song, song, then I came up. So that was first service. Second service, y'all added a song at the point that we're talking about before the message. But to me, it was just, one, I knew the plan and the way the band just collectively, and Alex, credit to you for your leadership, credit to our band for the talent. It was just amazing. Yes, seamless. Mm. That the the church, the congregation, if they weren't in first service, had no idea (laughs) that was not planned or even practiced or even done in the service Mm -hmm. an hour before. I mean, I don't know. So just for me, knowing all that, Oh, yeah. and it's totally the Holy Spirit being mm. led. I was I was also just 
so emotional. Then I saw you do do the laugh thing, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Well, so wow. what? It, so we got first of all, and yes. Esteban got to give a shout out. Esteban, oh, always on those yes. drums, bro. <laughs> he he said he was sweating. Oh my gosh, he was in it. <laughs> yeah, that was so awesome. And this is again, this is a testament to Alex's leadership. He's not going to sit up here and say how awesome he is, but before we go up for that second service. He was like, hey, I, you know, I trust you. And I'm like, well, dang, I don't even trust me. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean exactly? I'm like, wait a second. Like, do I do I trust me? And, and you know, I, I don't really know how to handle this. And so, She needs a minute with that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, You're playing with my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to go into it, you know, hmm. there's when your leader instills a sense of confidence in you, or yeah. if he's like, if he trusts you, I'm like, okay, then. I need to walk with a little bit of authority here or whatever. And so um, we had tossed around mm-hmm. the idea of going into the verse and that's what got oh, me was. Perfectly, yeah. Um, yeah. So oh. we, you know, we, of course we sing the chorus, a hallelujah, praise when he set me free. Like that whole thing. Of, Did the lyrics know y'all were going to do that? So oh, the, Cause just, they were, they were right on it too. Yeah, they well, were too. There was, that's yeah, half the battle. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's the, the thing. It was like on rehearsal, uh, you know, I only kind of just like sprinkled this idea on Sally. Like, yeah, Hey, like Methodist style. The chorus, the chorus yeah. would um, of Living Hope would be like a really cool little like tag, to just uh, not not anticipating like let's do the full song, yeah. nothing like that. And uh, so in first service, like you know, she, she went ahead did the tag, and then we landed the plane. And in second service, it just was so stirred up. Y'all did the tag in first service. Just, we did do the tag. Just yeah. the tag. It was just the, it was just the chorus. Just the it was chorus. like a down chorus. But it didn't. It that. didn't like crank back up. Yeah. You yeah, know, I don't. I didn't even catch that. So mm-hmm. in second service, um, well, that's a, that's that moment Sally is referring to. It's like right before second service. You know, I just told her, you know, I trust you, and I was like, if you want to hit those ver- that third verse, you know, which everybody knows, the third verse yeah, of Living yeah, Hope yeah. is mm-hmm. the one just just like slap Satan. It's rowdy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, and then I was like, she just gave me that. Let's go to the verse and we're like, let's go. Yeah. And nuts. so that's the part that made me emotional, whether yeah. laughing or crying, whatever, <laughs> somewhere in between there is um, it's just those lyrics. So no. they came the morning that sealed the oh promise gosh. and then they got yeah. rowdy. And this is so the thing oh, about that song, too, funny. is like at first, the first time you go through it, it's just chill. Yeah. But they were already crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you sing your buried body began to breathe. Everybody started. You can go back and listen. Bro. Everybody started cheering then. So I, I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. And He's then about to get out of the oh, dude, silence, the roaring lion I know. declared, the, I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. So then they, then we do it again. They cheer at the are same spots. I was no. losing my mind. Yeah. I was like, yes. Oh. Like, and so we kind of processed backstage, like, what, um, what just happened? <laughs> like yeah. when we got backstage, like, what just happened? And yeah. a couple of things that we came to the conclusion, number one, when you are singing truth, like you're, yeah. It's just a declaration of what really happened, that Jesus really did do this and Mm -hmm. that he shut the mouth of the enemy, that he defeated death. There's just nothing more powerful than that. And you said, I don't know if you even remember what you said, but I said, you should say that on the podcast. And now I can't even remember it, but it was just all around. It was beautiful. And then I, so I also want to say this because I asked Brandon when we got home, I said, so basically just trying to figure out what is the difference between first and second service? Why did, why does God choose to move? Or like, why does the Holy Spirit feel so different and different at so, different times? You know, and yeah. Stuff even like that? more like his manifestations, even thicker. So you I, know? yeah. So, but it's usually be, first service. I feel that way. So yeah, we actually we talked, talked about, about that. Yeah. We talked about that to you yesterday. Cause like there, there was, and this is not, this is not, I promise it's not us. Like, bashing or anything no no both services are glorious yes um the lord is there oh yeah but there's been moments like where we feel like 915 has been more just like all in or whatever and then second service was a good service you know um but yesterday was just like the flip side you know it was just so just thick and um i don't know a lot of times i go back to that that concept again about it's not the quality of a production or the mm-hmm. quality of a musician or whatever that makes a service great. It is always, always about how hungry and thirsty people are for, yes. for the Lord. That's what makes a good service. Yeah. What you all saw yesterday, especially like with second service, like NRS, they're hungry. Mm-hmm. These students are hungry. They're mm-hmm. fu- fueling the flame. Mm-hmm. And in the room, people just can't help but in mm-hmm. the presence of the Lord when it is manifest. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, it just, it got rowdy. Mm-hmm. And that's the most, yeah. m- one of my most amazing, like the most amazing things about being able to be a musician and to lead people into worship and adoration, what I get to see is see people who never thought they can do one thing 
And then through God's presence, they're like, I never thought I would be the one to raise my hand. Yeah. I never thought I'd be the one to like be rowdy and mm-hmm. like yell hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You know, like people think, nah, I'm just like here in my, like some people call it intellectual worship. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm telling you, in the presence of the Lord, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Yeah. You experienced it on stage where you're like, yeah. you're between two beautiful. feelings. Yeah. Laughter and weeping. Yeah. yeah. That is the presence mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Only he does that. Yeah. Why? Because he is full of joy at the same time as full of suffering. Yeah. It is yeah. this combination yeah. of like, I just, I'm so broken, but his joy is so overflowing, you know, and there's, you know, a a mixture of emotions, you know? Yes. And so I think the thing you wanted me to talk about was that I said, when I was, when I was on the keys, I was, there was a moment during Living Hope, I'm just looking out and I almost feel like I can, the Holy Spirit's just like giving me the discernment to like captivate people's thoughts for a moment. And I can see like people crying. And um, the thought that I felt in my spirit was, I can't believe this is our church. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. That's I, what I said. Yeah. Literally. Okay. I and I'm looking at people and I'm like, I feel like I can that. read your thought. I can read your thought. And it's like, I can't believe this is our church. Mm-hmm. And the people I'm seeing is people who's been here even before me. I've been yeah. here five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I know that I know this is their conviction and mm-hmm. this is their like, their uh, awe and wonder of the Lord and so grateful that New River and where it's going, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just beautiful. Yeah. And so... I think about that and then I get off stage like we're like what just happened and then Shelly comes backstage <laughs> like and a freight train was, <laughs> you it were was literally, open the door <laughs> it was the sweetest yeah. softest place to land yeah. after you that were, wow. it was me, beautiful like, wow. you were the fruit and the evidence oh. of like mm-hmm. what my thoughts were on stage yeah because you literally verbally oh, yeah. said everything that in like I felt in my spirit on stage yes yeah. and I'm like Wow, the Lord's good. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. you know, yeah. And so, That's uh, so good. I do want to say too. So, first service, like we said, what I what so something hit me in rehearsal. Uh-huh. When we say rehearsal, it's from basically seven to eight, mm-hmm. and give or take run some through, time. Yeah. yeah, run through. And so we do basically the full thing. You know, basically minus, our third minus service. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, we cut obviously some things, yeah. but anyway, um, when y'all are playing, Jesus paid it all. I don't even have it on these notes. Yeah, but mm. that was the point where I just wrote. We before we do any of what I just talked uh-huh. about on this message, let's just worship because uh-huh. it was something about that song, and I knew what I was going to talk about. Where it's hospitality, this Holy Spirit, yeah. and I mm-hmm. said, before we even go outside those doors, let's you know what? Even forget if you want the message. Let's just yeah. worship for a second. Yeah. And uh, we've been challenging the response time, which I mm-hmm. think has gone very well. Yeah. But I went around back after first service and just sat with Greg. Actually, Greg and AJ is back there. But anyway, I mean. 75% of the room had their hands up worshiping mm-hmm. just by a simple challenge. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not what I said. It's that, man, let me let me just encourage you to do this. Yeah. And then the conviction mm-hmm. of, of the Holy Spirit and people that probably never raised their hands, oh, yeah. especially the men, because wow. I said, man, raise your hands. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it was just, it was a cool scene yeah. for first. That is too. really cool. And I, um, oh no, did I lose my thought? Oh, I was, what I was going to say was. cereal soup. This, <laughs> stop. Um, <laughs> What I was going to say was the beauty of bringing a song back like that and how it speaks to people in a new way. Mm -hmm. A verse that I love and I've known uh, helped me yesterday, literally like ministered to me Mm -hmm. when I was having some thoughts about something. And it said, uh, it's the verse that says, thine power, like, Thine power and thine alone mm. can change a leopard's uh, leopard. leopard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's from the from the office where he says Jesus heals leopards and has the power of light. <laughs> anyway, okay, don't want to get sacrilegious uh, here. Yeah. Anyway, change the leper's spots and yeah. melt a heart of stone. And I and I'm like. Yeah. saw it or heard it like with mm-hmm. fresh ears. And yeah. I was like, gosh, that's so good. So even that, like yeah. this older song ministered to me yesterday. It was such Amazing. a beautiful thing. By the way, the first song was Fire too. First time I've oh, really same heard God. that. I God. need that song yeah. on my phone. Uh-huh. Amazing. Same, Simple, same song. Yeah. Simple song. Simple song. Again, very, truth. Yes. Like, let's go all the way back to being a time. Boom, boom, boom. And yeah. then also oh, that's yeah. your God too, by exactly. the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I exactly. And I, I, I intentionally like I intentionally, obviously, into we, generation. We intentionally do songs here, but um, <gasps> no, no I intentionally did that song because I'm like, there's there, there's specific lyrics in that song. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to pull it up, but like, where it's just been what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it called? Um, same, same God. Same God. That makes sense. I'll pull up the lyrics. And right then now. the next song is I believe, which talks about the basically legacy. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean that's been that Alex guy. But yeah. there's a no real quick. Same guy. I'll take like thirty seconds on this. But like verse one, I'm calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures through generations. Like we we are talking yeah. about this, and like the next line says, "I know that you will keep your covenant." Like 
these are real things. Like yeah. our, our that covenants, we just taught our generous yeah. is, yeah. Verse two, calling on the God of Moses, the one who opened up the ocean. I know you'll do the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. Chorus, oh God, how I need you. Um, there's a line there that says, oh rock, oh rock of ages. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like that's going to be a staple yeah. within the next yeah. like season and in, in our new river season right now. But And you told me that a yeah. couple months ago and yeah. I told you that it had been like echoing in my brain. Yeah. What does ages. he mean by that? Let's, let's for real. Mm-hmm. What does he mean by rock of ages? So, Any thoughts? Well, ahead, I'm, first of all, I just think of the, the church. Foundation. He is the foundation. The Everything else, sinking sand. That's what yeah. I think of. Yep. So the rock of ages from age to age, yeah. you can build that. You can yeah. build something substantial on this. Mm. Yes. You know, you can build your life on it. Okay. Moses began to ascribe great greatness to our Lord. The rock of ages was thus defined as the unfailing source of strength. Yep. For the Lord is everlasting strength. And I was yep. thinking what these lyrics mean, like, because everybody's in a different season right now. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely, like when I sang it yesterday, I thought, I know I've been in this place where I yep. needed God to move and make a way. Wow. Right now, I feel like we are living in a lot of blessing and in a good place. And I felt like I was seeing it yesterday. I know that we had a friend who was in the hospital, mm. you know, praying for a miracle, you yeah. know, for a family member, that mm. kind of thing. And I felt like I was seeing it on her behalf. Wow. Like, this is someone you can count on. Mm-hmm. Um, because oh, same God, fire. same God that did yep. all of that is can do this in your life right yeah. now. I may not face Goliath, but I got my own giant. Yeah, no. Bro, no, what a, what a line. That is fire. <laughs> and so, and then like, I love verse three, like I'm calling on the God of Mary yes. whose favors oh, rest upon the lowly. Oh my God, that like, verse is everything. everything. I'm telling you, like that to me brings so much perspective. Yes, um, yes. Goosebumps. Obviously, you just heard Ryan say verse four. And then the three bridges, like, What's amazing is like I'm not a I don't like super wordy stuff, yeah. but for some reason these bridges don't feel very wordy. It yeah. just feels so like organic and natural. Yeah. But like um you heard your children then, you hear your children now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this is um you answered prayers back then, you will answer them now. Like yeah. he he does, you know. Uh you were providing then, you are providing now. Like it's just so good to parallel uh, because you can read the word yeah. and think it was only then. Yeah. He doesn't do that now. He says, That's you moved true. in power then, so you moved in power the now. You were yeah. a healer then, you're a healer now. You were a savior then, you're a savior now. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, I was just... Um, Undone. Yeah, there was a... Oh, the yeah, the start on that God of Mary verse, after it says, whose favor rests upon the lowly, it says, I know with you all things are possible. Mm-hmm. It's like, there it is again. Yes. And you know, if we you, follow, if you listen that. to the podcast consistently, if you go to our church consistently, like we say all things are possible a lot. We did put yes. it on a hat. Like, yeah. you know, we say uh, your way is better. Yeah. Like there's there's certain things that we say all the time. Yep. And that's why it's like, I heard this song. And I was like, man, we got to do it. Yeah. That's so good. last... Is it that? Is that a? Ver- I don't know the words, but anyway, yeah. I'm calling on the Holy Spirit, Almighty River, come and fill me again. That Almighty River. What is River, that? That's the last one in here. I uh, we did not sing that. Really? Right I don't know what song you're on. <laughs> oh, um, is it like a live version? Yeah, that's in the yeah. live version. Well, all in all, <clears throat> crazy day and yes. beautiful oh, to watch from like my perspective. Who I am. I'm a guest in the auditorium, but also I'm a staff member Mm -hmm. and I know what's happening up there. Mm -hmm. So when y'all, Sally and Alex are like communicating with each other, (laughs) I can see it like probably no one else notices it, but I can see y'all like talking with your eyes in the microphone (laughs) and I'm like, Ooh, Uh what's about to happen? (laughs) What do we get now? Yeah. And it was just a beautiful, like y'all are on the same page. Mm -hmm. Everybody was all clicking and that's how that beautiful moment happened. So Again, just all around. Wonderful cool. job, Sally. Aww. Truly. Like well, it was powerful. I it was a beautiful morning. And when I got when I got when we got home and you know, again, Brandon and I were kind of processing this and I was like, What do you think is happening? Like, <laughs> why why do you why honestly, <laughs> why do you think? Why why now? Why is the Lord doing yeah. this? House I of miracles. All the, all the time. It is House of Miracles. But here's what he said, and I thought it was really beautiful. He said, I think people are actually loving Jesus and following him mm-hmm. in their personal lives now more than maybe they have mm-hmm. because I think we're equipping them yeah. with the word. Really yeah. I think we're equipping them to go home and actually make changes. And I think when they come in, they're ready to worship the Lord mm-hmm. for that. And so uh, he he gave mm-hmm. this example. Um, he gave this example that, um, you know, from when he had shared his story, he was talking with somebody yesterday and the person he was talking to, this mm-hmm. isn't the pr- this person was just sharing a story with Brandon, but it's not about him. Mm-hmm. But he said um, that the guy Brandon was talking to said he had talked to another guy who um, said, you know, Brandon's story was inspirational. And, you know, I made some changes for a couple of weeks, but I'm kind of back where I started. And Brandon was like, I celebrate that. That is confession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
where in the past may have gone back and never told anyone, you know, like these are the, the these are the actual steps that people are taking in their life that are a big deal. It's not a small thing. And And it's no shame for the person going back. It's you've, you've now done something different to start to change the cycle where the cycle probably used to be hide in shame, hide in the darkness. Mm -hmm. Like these are, these are real steps people are taking. That confession might've also came out of shame, you know, but that's still a lie of the enemy that he's going to try to, not make you feel good about that confession, yeah. that confession, and put guilt and shame in your life. But no, 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 celebrate it. Celebrate because you that. You just got That's, it out. That's exactly. My first step. So people, when they're actually following Jesus with their lives, something does change in yeah. their Sunday morning worship because yeah. it's not just what. Because you know when you're worshiping, quote unquote, on a Sunday, and then your life doesn't reflect that. Why would you want to raise your hands if you feel like, well, all week I've kind of 100%. neglected the things of God? You kind of you get in that kind and of I, mindset. I try to make a point about yeah. that. I don't remember. I, I don't remember which service I did. Maybe both. But I just I try to say yeah. this. Hey, you're free to work. If you're yeah. in Christ, let go of yeah. all that. Yeah, you might have done something dumb mm-hmm. this past week. Mm-hmm. Guess what? There's freedom found yeah. at the feet of Christ. Just worship. And know? and and that's what's funny too. I mean, we could probably talk about this all day, but oh, for sure. That praise, it looks like we are. <laughs> yeah, we might use this whole episode for this. But the Uh-oh. funny thing about you, praise is that what you wanted me to say from yesterday. What was it? Tell me about, something about praise. It was like I feel like this is going to step on the toes of like certain kind of step Christians, but it's like I've just been really, rage. I've been Break up. Uh, I've been really convicted about. Um, just oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> when Alex is here yeah. to say we something, we can edit it out. Yeah. No, it's not about editing out. It's <laughs> just you know, I, I, <laughs> I've just seen it in a lot of different backgrounds, especially yeah. ones I've gone through. It's like you know, we 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 there's this term you know you call like binding and loosening, like you're casting out demons and like yes. and a lot of that stuff's real. Yeah. But my conviction has a lot more to do with praise and worship when you focus on Him. And you sing songs and you worship Jesus. Like, yes. Jesus is the one casting out. Jesus is the one like taking shackles out. Like, yes. he's the one Did breaking bondages. On well, I mean, yes. You know, but like, this, so essentially, you're landing on even this small verse or the, yeah. you know, of Jesus paid it all. Mm-hmm. It is his power and his power alone that does anything. Yeah. So, really, if you're focused, again, that's where we go back to you don't focus on the things. It's not about you doing all the things that Jesus right. did. No. You just focus on Jesus and right. he does those things. And so I no. cuz I asked Brandon I said what do you think was happening in the room? Cuz we don't know all the stories. Like I don't know why everybody got rowdy, but I was like do you think like deliverances were happening? Do you think strongholds were being broken like because all all I know is people are going crazy. But what do you <laughs> no, what's think, really yeah, happening? No, what I is think, God doing? I think what really is happening is yes is yes for sure like Yeah. No, because in in his presence, like yes. those things are broken. Yeah. Even if it's even this is gonna be weird too. Even if it's a temporary thing, yes. in that moment, like man, we are as pure and as holy as we can be. Because nobody's like out there. Oh. I mean, just yeah. doing crazy things. Like yeah. we're all in one in one yeah. heart, one soul, one yeah. body. Like I felt that worshiping the Lord. Yes. we're all in in alignment. You know. Yeah. In the moment, nothing else was on my mind. Yeah, yeah. and then. Listen, my I was like at a night walking at like a ninety degree angle because my back's hurting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even when I got off stage, Liam was like, "Wow, you didn't even look like your back hurt." And I was like, "It kind of didn't." Like during well, that I, moment, remember, there's just I told such you a wrap. I mean, up I, I thing, had yeah. major like lower back pain yeah. yesterday. Like, like even the night before, like my back was so bad. Satan t- cannot cripple us. <laughs> yeah, no. and it's amazing how in it. worship, <laughs> a lot of times that stuff becomes so secondary. Yes. You forget about yeah. the pain. Yeah. And I, mean, I didn't. I didn't tell you this today because I know you're still like having pain. But oh, like, you're totally healed. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> After I have a similar service, problem, but not pain in my. Back. No, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm telling y'all, like I was having extreme pain That's even insane. doing devotional Sunday morning. And after second service, just going back there, seeing you guys. Yeah. I'm like, I think the pain is gone, but I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm serious. And I woke up this morning today, and I'm like, babe, I'm like, it's zero pain. There's nothing. It's amazing. So I don't know. It's. The Lord, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I think I was like, I told Liz this morning, I was like, I think the Lord's like, it's like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I did it. Just, yeah. you know. But, That's so awesome. What yeah. a great day. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we got to go through all of that, like with it being so fresh, because it was just such a beautiful day. So I do think there's just, and this is, this goes back to your point uh, when you would encourage people, and we've talked, we talked about it on the podcast, when you encourage people to stay for a response, 
Um, because there's things happening in the spiritual that mm-hmm. you don't, you can't, you don't know. And so yesterday without spiritual eyes, maybe you just see a bunch of people worshiping and maybe you just think it's just because they're happy or just joyful in the Lord, but I think- Or they're just crazy. Yeah, or they're wild. <laughs> um, but what God was doing <laughs> in minds yesterday to break mentalities, what he was doing in bodies and hearts mm-hmm. and spirits, like breaking things away from people. I think that that I think that was a real thing. You know, you yep. ta- you said you walked away changed. Oh, like yeah. that's a big deal, you know? Yes. Um, you know, I think uh, people are starting to trust us. And, I, and I'm, yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. And I, it comes across like when you talking about the response thing. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks, we've intentionally, I don't even want to say called out. That might be too strong, but we've made a point to say, please don't leave. Yeah. Like if you're one of those that do leave, just just respect the yeah. moment. But they lit, you know, people mm-hmm. have listened. I'm proud of our church for just submitting to that yeah. and, and respecting us and, and trusting us, yeah. you know, to just sit there. I think that's a good thing for our church. And I think that adds to everything yeah. that we're it saying does. too. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's a spiritual practice. You don't yeah. see it. You don't see it that way. You think maybe they just set this rule, but what you're really doing is you're learning to discern when the Holy Spirit is doing something. Yeah. Um, don't do miss, I move right now or do I moment. wait? Like, yeah. is the Holy Spirit moving? Am I going to be a distraction to that? And then get to see how, watch how that works in your home. Is hmm. the Holy Spirit working on my kid in something right now? Do I need to have a little more grace? Do wow. I need to pause? Do I need to slow down? Like that's, you're just, it is yeah. a spiritual practice. So hmm. it's not just about don't move. Mm-hmm. It's you're becoming in tune that there's more than, there's more happening than what you can see with your physical eyes. There's hmm. more happening in the room. So anyway, I think it's good. Well, and yeah. Grandma might still. be floating around. Don't go into all this okay. right now. My gosh, Ryan, you're chaotic. <laughs> you're so chaotic. I'm sorry the way my brain works. That was good. Okay. Let's talk about, I'm sorry, I'm going to get water and now there's ice in my mouth. I'm just going to be crunching into this. Um, what a moment. Uh, let's talk about the sermon. Great message. Let's do it. Hospitality. Yeah. Um, who knew I, I was going to have these many words about hospitality? Thank you guys for sermon yeah. planning because <laughs> this was, is something I, I've never yeah. heard. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard a message on just biblical hospitality. Yes. I wondered that for the room. I wondered, like, have people actually heard that this is also a spiritual practice? This is a biblical principle that Mm we are to live out. I had, I don't know about y'all, but I had several people text me and ask us to dinner. No way. Yeah. Really? (laughs) That's amazing. I'm going to invite you. (laughs) So we have. Uh, Y'all are about to be well fed. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Because of good food. I don't need to eat right now. (laughs) Uh, Full 30 approved. We had a, a, a family. Who moved from Italy two oh, weeks ago? No way! Yeah, they were here. Oh, yeah. No way! And they were here. But uh, what's funny is, God gives you little nuggets too. And so Aww. after second service, we talked for a long time, and yeah. she was like, "Thank you for teaching on hospitality. This is dear to our hearts." And Aww. I was like, "Huh? You know, of course it is." In other yeah. in other cultures, it yeah. is yeah. Uh, hospitality. Regard, you know, is yeah. is a thing anyway. And but, it's almost offensive if you don't go to the person's house. Yeah. Like you know, like no, you come to my house, I'm going to cook for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been in what she said, eleven years. Her youngest son is eleven, was born there, yeah. and they wow. moved to Lake Wiley yeah. from Italy. I yeah. love. Like, I just love that. Yeah. Bilingual, we don't even got all of citizenship. <laughs> oh. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you guys. I mean, uh, jump in and share. But if you're like, has someone else's hospitality made a mark on you? Hmm. And what was it? Who was it? Hmm. That was a random question. So jump in. I like okay. Yeah, well, the idea of hospitality, yeah. right? So, and this comes from you and Brandon. So, when y'all opened up your house to, I don't know, it was a month or so ago, and you cooked mm-hmm. picante, picanha, picanha, picante is spicy. Yeah, it's like a salsa, right? Okay, yeah, yeah there is picante a means sauce. like it's spicy. I'm in a moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, this is a teaching Brazilian steak. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know, you. You said you and Brandon both said something. It's just like I don't know. I just want to open up my house yeah. and just be together. Yeah. And I don't know something in my that trigger because I am a homebody and I am when I'm at home. I just want to rest. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are crazy enough. Yeah. But then that kind of opened up my mind to say, man, no, we have a we have a bigger thing going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. So that helped me the idea of hospitality. Well, and we've for, done a little bit. Yeah. You got. I, I was gonna say like your hospitality is. Um, you guys were one of the first people to invite us over when mm-hmm. we first came here, and mm-hmm. that just meant a lot. I mean, we've we were in a spot where we were like looking mm-hmm. for friends. Yeah. And so it was just really, that was yeah. super sweet and made us feel very yeah. loved and connected. And that, I think for me, so like a lot of childhood, I just remember, <laughs> my gosh, I'm not trying to bring up trauma, childhood yeah. trauma, but I remember just being alone a lot. And I think like, as mm-hmm. 
I've gotten older. We've got our family mm-hmm. and everything like that. I really do just, I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Like the Home Alone chaos in the beginning of it's the Home movie. Alone movies mm-hmm. yeah. is everything to me. I'm yes. like, I want it. Spill the milk on the table. Like oh, pizza, everybody's God. handing oh, yeah. stuff you over everyone. Come to our house yeah. That's literally my favorite thing. And I then just add, like, add a dog pooping on the floor. That's our house. Okay. <laughs> Poor Finley. <laughs> I can't believe you put Finley on blast on a podcast like that. Yeah. I will say though, like there's something happening. I mean, as a staff, we're all friends. Yeah. And so like we we get together a lot. Yeah. And every time we do, each time is a little bit easier. Like it just feels like we all just live it together. Is family, you know, yes. like it is truly family. Yes. Like come and go yeah. as you please. Mm-hmm. We're, it's just easy. It doesn't yeah. require any effort. And I think that's the goal. Yeah. Like life on life, it's just it love just flows other. out of you. Yeah. yeah. You love each other and it just spills out. Yeah. It's not work. See, and I like that you said cooking that. is work. Yeah. Did y'all hear that lady in second service, bro? She got me so hard. What did she say? So I got to some point where about the recipes. If you don't don't like to cook or whatever, we've got something for you. And no, no, no. So I was like, you might have anxiety when you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You might, you don't know what to cook. Like you might not be able to cook. She's like, Amen. Yeah. I was just like, Oh my god. (laughs) That's a real thing for people. I'll tell you an insecurity that we had before we like valued hospitality or valued inviting people over. I think a huge insecurity for me was, and maybe I can't remember if I talked about this in sermon planning or on the podcast. So sorry if I've already said this, but we, I kind of live in a Christian bubble. Like it's where I work. It's who my friends are. It's where I worship. Like, and so I, and I don't know a lot about the world. We don't, we don't watch a lot of sports. Like we didn't go to college. I'm not super plugged into politics. So things that are happening in the world, I almost felt just insecure. Like, what do we even talk about? Mm. And is this person I'm inviting over going to think that I'm there, that they're my project and that I just want to like, Jesus juke them, like mm-hmm. get you into my house. <laughs> and then, Hey, here's the gospel, oh, you know, double like, jig? yeah. And so <laughs> that's, that was always a huge insecurity of mine. And th- it has been an actual practice to just say, I am who I am. I am equipped for this room. I am equipped for these people. Yeah. God will give me whatever I need to talk about. But like, I'm also just a person and whatever we talk about is going to be fine. I know yeah, that yeah. might sound silly or like yeah. trivial, but I think that that could be a thing for people too. Like, what if I invite people over and we have nothing to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a question asker too. Um, I think if I think if Brandon had to carry the conversation, he'd be scared. I can give you loads but, of but he's, questions. You know what Brandon's <laughs> fine with is silence. Are yeah. you asking for people a question He'll come over right and he'll now? just be like, Yep. This is good. He's it's just, just enjoy though, the like, moment. We're such in our brains, though. It's so true. Like, I gotta force myself to talk sometimes yeah. because I can. I could be so thoughtful. And what's wild is that you can say something. I have like five, ten different things. Yeah. I can go. Yeah. And I don't know which one to choose. So yeah. you just stare. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to go. Think on that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just that's been a part of hospitality for me that I've had to overcome. Is like, I'm enough. I'm enough for this yeah. conversation. Like, I, I don't I need think, to ha- know all the yeah. things. Also, just to answer your question, like, who's been significant? Um, I think it's just the culture I grew up in. Yeah. yeah honestly. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, y'all are, ex- Liz is excellent at this. Yeah. yeah. The, the culture I grew up in, like, obviously I'm Hispanic and, but I don't know. I just remember always being at people's houses, yeah. people cooking, mm-hmm. people welcoming, mm-hmm. It was never like you owe me, pay this, yes, do that. Yes. Like it was so generous, so hospitable. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. We're um, all struggling with the yeah, hospitable. Like, and, and it becomes so natural. You don't think about it. Oh, like they're so hospitable. Yeah. Like, no, it's this so life, natural. Yeah. And because everybody shares in it. Yeah. So like you could be at this house one week. So it's yeah. not like you owe me anything. It's like, no, we'll just pick it up at your house yeah. next yeah. week. Well, yeah. You know. And because you like it share. is such a, it's brought down through just generations and culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it reproduces, mm-hmm. reproduces itself. Yeah. You know? And so... We know we don't know any better. Yeah, like that's that's who we are. So, I mean, obviously, y'all like know my wife, but that's that's what I would say. Yeah. It's just that's just how we are. Mm-hmm. So, I love that. Um, yeah, yeah, y'all are. Really I feel good. like when people come over to my house, like I'm just gonna spoil you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna make you a pina colada. I'm gonna buy a fifty dollars steak <laughs> and make picante. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know how it awesome. is. Yeah. By the way, that was delicious. Alex knows how to cook a 
Say it again. How, oh. Picanha. Picanha. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Ryan, when you opened up the message yesterday, I love that it was you focused back in on the Holy Spirit because, you know, we mm-hmm. keep talking about this, even in, our, even in sermon planning. All of these things that you're wanting to do to pour out, it first comes from you. It starts with your relationship with the Holy Spirit, how you listen, how you hear, um, do the things that the Holy Spirit is tapping you or, you know, nudging mm-hmm. you to do and everything yeah. like that. So it really it really first becomes about that. Mm. Um, now, and this is where I don't like to set these like hard and fast rules. In God's grace, you can do things before you have things totally right with the Holy Spirit. That's always right. the thing you no, want to yeah. like make sure people understand. It's like, no, even if you don't feel like you're in the place where the Holy Spirit's going to speak so clearly to you, no, invite the people over and just trust that he will. Yeah. It's not that you have to be in some totally deep spiritual place to pour out then. Yeah, um, not to make excuses. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that obviously was not the point. The point oh, is, no, 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 yeah. In this, it just fit with this message, but yeah. this is just for any believer at any time. Yep. How to recognize the call and direction of the Holy yes. Spirit. Yeah, and man, Hebrews 4.12 really was what got me going because I just did a couple points, but this verse just, Gosh, and it hit me in the moment to rereading it on in run-throughs, but it says, For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, mm-hmm. penetrating as far as a separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the ideas and thoughts of the heart. And just to think, like when we read it sometimes, we it almost in our minds, because it is a book, mm-hmm. it's like we're reading just a book. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the part that it's able to judge the ideas and thoughts of the heart, like think about how deep that book that you're reading really is yeah. where it can and that's where I got it it can it informs us of, of our condition and enlightens us to his holiness you know I would say this about that verse it's kind of striking me right now I think when people because I've gone through actual seasons where I'm like there is a part of me that desires to be in the word but I'm like I, I the only other way to put it is like full-on rebellion like mm-hmm. I don't want it and I think it's because of that verse I don't, sometimes I don't want to be judged for what's in my heart. So I don't, I don't want <laughs> like, a mirror held up to me, you know, like, yeah, but the, I, because then you have to that's change. The flesh. Yeah. It is the flesh. Yeah. So you, you're yeah. like, I don't want to have to change this yeah. again. As we always talk about, that's through the lens of, but the Holy Spirit will come in and help you. You're not by yeah. yourself having to be like, well, now I got to change everything about my life. Yeah. It's like the Holy Spirit will come and prompt these things be a soft place to land, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, we're looking at that word judge wrong. We're looking at it from a, in my opinion, in right. an Old Testament context. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. word judge, and I'm not, I don't, I'm actually about to look up the actual word yeah. there, but uh, it's it's not necessarily judge like, oh, you're going to get this. I think it's, it's informing you, measuring you up against him. Exactly. And that yeah. should make you want to yeah. change, right? It should. So, and that's, that's what it is. It's not saying, in well. in your flesh. <laughs> right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's so hard. It, it can be but, so hard. But it's because hard. that word judge, yeah. Yeah. but that's not a harsh, demeaning, uh, punishing yeah. word. It's a. Let's let's take a second here. For your betterment. Yeah, it yeah is, for your yeah. betterment. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's what I loved about that verse. But it, just the fact that it it goes all the way to your joints and to your marrow, yeah. like it, mm-hmm. it goes to your DNA mm-hmm. and helps you correct mm-hmm. uh, your sinful That's nature. So good, I mean, good. just one verse. That is so good. Um, so then you go on. Hold on. You shared this thing from David Guzik. When the word of God exposes our weakness and unbelief like this, it demonstrates its inherent power, sharpness, and accuracy. It bears constant reminding that we submit ourselves to the word of God. We do it for far, far more than intellectual knowledge or to learn Bible facts. Um, this was so funny because Brandon was reading Screw Tape Letters last night. Oh, Lord. And there, there's a verse in there. And um, so obviously it's the... Um, Whatever the guy. Wormwood. I, wormwood, yeah. So talking to, what, what is it? His like pupil, his like, he's teaching the demon. And he said, your biggest downfall is that you let him, talking about the believer, read the word read the word of God for pure enjoyment and mm-hmm. not to have something to share with his friends the next day. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was like, what the heck? Like, first mm-hmm. of all, how does C.S. Lewis know this other than like divine revelation? But how true that is that mm-hmm. the greatest thing that we could do as believers is just to read the word of God for to enjoy right. what Christ not has to done, to, and and not to uh, pick up. Oh, let me, I can't wait to share what what I know about yeah. the word of God, because um, we'll do that. Like mm-hmm. you know, let me read it for and let me tell is, you what God told me in my quiet time this morning at six o'clock. Exactly, exactly. Wow, like pin a rose on your yeah, nose. Right. Like that was a little more about you than it was about God. Right. But to actually enjoy. It. So for the enemy, his goal would be to make us only 
learn for intellectual for ascent. Knowledge. Yes. Yeah, it never become it never becomes exactly. a personal relationship. Exactly. So that word judge, sorry, I just got back to it, but that word judge that he's talking about. No, this is important. I mean, this is the yes. point of the Bible. So that word it's it's Greek, but the actual definition or the way it was written in Greek is to discern. So it's able to discern mm-hmm. discern the ideas and thoughts of your heart. Yeah. So you have these sinful thoughts, yeah. but now you have the ability through the word of God to discern, do I follow through with this or do I search That's for good. purity? That is really good. Um, so yeah, so then no, the Bible is so deep. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. if you look at each individual word of the Bible, it is the, in the beginning. Oh yeah. I taught the park about that. Anyway, moving on. Um, well, I mean, what you're saying is true in this. I like, I think this is the older that I get, the more I, I've talked about this a lot. The more I understand, like, the Bible just, it really does know. Mm -hmm. So it speaks to every part of our human condition. And you think that has to be inspired by the creator, the one who created us, because it speaks to every dark thing lurking within us, every Mm. desire, every craving. I mean, literally everything that we are, every sin, it speaks to everything. And so how could just random men have known all of these things lurking within us and just mm. written it down. It had to be divinely inspired by our creator. That's yep. like, if I have gained nothing else in the last like five years, it is a, it is just a confidence that like, this is the word of God, the, wow. the one true living God, creator of all. Like this is his word because it speaks to everything. And when people present issues in the world, more and more I can find like, there's a biblical solution to that. Yep. There's a mm-hmm. biblical solution to that. There's a biblical solution to that. Yep. Like, but the world doesn't want to hear it, you know. No, because um, no, they're looking for uh, don't do this right. or do this. Right, it, right, right. It's it's more it's more, just follow Christ, yes. follow Jesus, and that's what it point. The Bible points to Jesus for a reason, yep. and then all of these things through a discerning heart will be. I love how Brandon says it, enlightened to you. Yeah, but it's not going to be. No, don't do this, or yes, yep. don't do this. Some things will, but a lot won't. Yeah, it's, takes discernment. Let's jump into the hosp- the point the hospitality points like the specific ones you had. Hospitality builds relationships within the family. I thought that was so important. Hospitality. Hospitality. Um, yeah, that one was cool. So this came again from an article Sally sent uh-huh. me, and uh, she had more points than this. Yeah, but I was running out of time. So yeah, this is my girl Rosario Rosaria. Yeah, I messed Rosario, it up. Rosaria Butterfield, and she is the I, it's the book I talk about all the time. The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Her life was radically changed by biblical hospitality. A pastor and his wife inviting her over wow. when she was in the depths. Uh, I mean, she was living in New York in the '90s, uh, uh, openly in a uh, lesbian relationship. Gets invited by you know these church members or the, I'm sorry the pastor of a church and or the pastor of a church in that area and um, his wife after she wrote an article uh, called why are Christians so hateful they mm. reached out to her and really just invited her to their house and built a relationship with her wow. didn't you know what the world would call shove Jesus down your throat didn't do that they lived their life authentically but also allowed her to live her life that was her life then. Mm-hmm. But we're just so loving towards her. And and her quote in that was that they didn't treat me like their project. They love me like their neighbor. And it changed her life. She repented. She gave her life to Jesus. She has a family, married a man, like changed her whole entire life. And so mm. anyway, this if you want to learn more about like biblical hospitality, it's it's her whole thing. Um, so it's just it's beautiful. It really does change so much for people. But her her one of her biggest points is, you know. Bring your children in on it too. There and and this is a this is big for me. I don't know if other people do this, but um, it, one of the biggest things is making sure that you don't view your kids as an obstacle to do ministry with people. Hmm. Bring them mm. with you. And I felt like I've had that before. Like no, like um, either sacrifice their bedtime or like you know what I'm saying. Right. Like I, I I don't know. I just feel like in my mind I'm like. Ugh. I can't do much with adults because the kids are here, you know, and mm. that can't be the mentality. And so I feel like the Lord's changed a lot of that in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I love the practical things that we shared, you know, bringing them in, let them make the kids menu, mm-hmm. let them be a part of the cleaning, the cooking, the, you know, mixing things up and mm-hmm. um, bring them into that to really show them what yep. hospitality looks like. I thought that was yeah. a, a beautiful point. Yeah how, yeah. how are you supposed to reproduce like out of your likeness? You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you're not letting them be part of that. 
if you're just shoving them aside. You know, you, you sit over here. You yeah. get out of the way. You blah, blah, blah. Move over while I be hospitable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Your kids wow. will. And they're your yeah. neighbor. Yeah. When it yeah. says love your neighbor, your child is your neighbor. Wow. Neighbor means everybody. Wow. Your, your kids will get something from you, whether you like it or not. And that's the part where it's like, I'm not trying to scare people, but like have mo- more of an awareness of like, what is it that I want to like pass down, yes. you know? Yes. Um, I went from, from my house, like my, you know, my parents pastor a church and then here comes me as a pastor. Mm-hmm. What was, what was reproduced? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that they wanted me to be a pastor. Like it was a calling from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, that, that's how serious this thing is. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, uh, watching a lady uh on youtube preach about how she's a third generation you know um minister as well you know and from three generations ago they all ministered in song Mm. and her kids are also doing it Mm -hmm. so that's four generations you know what i think must i saw this recently who must really be proud is tony evans Mm -hmm. oh gosh i know like all of his kids yeah are not not just following the lord they're all teaching Mm-hmm. preaching, pastoring. Like yep. I saw a picture of all of them together mm. um, yep. on social media this week. And I thought, what a proud oh, family. Yeah. <laughs> that must For most be, of yeah. my family, like, I mean, y'all heard the story about my parents, like getting saved in yes. 97. But for my parents and my aunt and uncle, if you were to see m- most of my family now on that side, we're all mm-hmm. in ministry. Mm-hmm. Every single person, my cousins, we all are doing something. Yeah, You know, and it's not that like, we were over exhausted with church. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's like you reproduce out of your the whatever is like overflowing in mm-hmm. you, you know, and we want it. Well, it's what, not forced. What a beautiful thing that you know the year your parents got saved. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. awesome. I yeah. want my kids to know that. That yeah. that means it it was History. so real to them. Exactly. Yep. History, legacy, yep. stories. That's so important. Um, that's something I want my kids to know about me, yep. you know, and it must have been so important to them. Yep. To share that with you. Yep. And and I think even that could be a simple practice for mm-hmm. people right now. You want to know how to start talking about the Lord? What has he done in your life? What mm-hmm. year did he do it? When did yeah. it happen? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. that's pretty cool. Well, not to pat us all on the back or anything, but I do think that is something that we're doing well mm-hmm. here. Our kids are along for the ride for literally mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. They're always together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, y'all with rehearsal and stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, they're here early. They're Party. here late. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just... They're not an obstacle. Yeah. They are literally with us all the time yeah. in the thick of it doing ministry. And if that means an early call time or a late bedtime, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're but, sacrificing sleep, but you're doing it yeah. for the Lord. And they're mm-hmm. seeing you participate mm-hmm. in what he wants you to yeah. be doing. I don't want to sound like hyper-spiritual either, but like Saturday, you know, I was getting um, a friend's parents at the airport. They missed their flight Friday. Their flight wasn't going to get, was also delayed. I didn't get home till about almost midnight. Wow. And if y'all know what time I come in Sunday mornings. But regardless, when you do things out of the generosity of your heart, hospitality, like I woke up with new strength on Sunday. I'm not trying to sound like cliche. I'm not trying to sound like hyper spiritual. It's just true. It's just true. Like, and it's up to you if you want to believe it Mm -hmm. or not. But for me, like the Lord sees sacrifice. Mm -hmm. He sees your heart. And in those three, four hours that I slept, he renewed my strength. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. You know? Yeah. And so if you can have like a mentality and a heart posture of, because it's all about your motives and your intention. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I spoke a little bit about a devotional yesterday where like the Lord spoke in, um, in the book of Revelations where like you did all these works, but you, you, you lost your first love. Yeah. You never did it out of first love. Mm -hmm. You did it all for works. Yeah. And so if you can flip that script mm-hmm. and you do everything out of love, yeah. everything else then just becomes default. Yeah. yeah. We get to do this now. It becomes so natural. Yeah. And you start believing in supernatural things like I can actually feel like I have an eight, 10 hour sleep in three to four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of waking up and be like, oh gosh, now I gotta go do tomorrow's going to suck. Like yeah. if they would have not missed their flight. Like, no. Yeah. You, you choose to be offended. Mm-hmm. That's your decision. Mm-hmm. But I chose, no, I love this family. Mm-hmm. They're elderly. I want to honor them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick them up. They're going to leave. I left them at, at the exit mm-hmm. so they didn't have to, like, go crazy. Hey, y'all, God bless y'all. And I slept great. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, That's the awesome. Lord blesses these things. Yep. But if you can just renew your mind and mm-hmm. believe in it, I'm telling you, the Lord honors it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I love that. Too. And a part of um, what you were saying, Shelly, is um, it's also nice to have, a like, a— to have help 
and that kind of thing too. So, you know, we bring Nora super early. She's only 18 months. And so the sweetest thing is that I know I'm getting to pass her off to Sharon who Mm -hmm. isn't just going to call her down for the next Mm. two hours. She's just going to love on her and give her everything she wants. And like, just one of the best, you know, truly, truly. Yes. And, and so the good, and the thing I'm, you know, looking at now and valuing now as Jude is getting older is letting him have a little more freedom Mm -hmm. when he's here. Do you want to stay with us? Mm -hmm. Do you want to, you know, let them see what you're doing. As long as you're not going to go touch all the buttons on the soundboard, (laughs) (laughs) give Greg a heart attack. Um, But like, yeah, let him actually be a part of it instead of just, you know, tucking him away for a couple hours in kids care, which is fine. Again, very loved. A ministry in and of itself. Very. So anyway, it's, um, yeah. yeah, that that kind of stuff is definitely, it's a gift and it's good for our kids. Mm-hmm. It's good for them to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you did this, I'll go ahead and say it. You got a few of our families together recently to actually do this stuff together too. Mm-hmm. We did worship and Devo with our kids. Mm-hmm. And so for them to see, this is what we said from the beginning. We said it in the family thing last week that one of the biggest detriments is let me send my kid to go learn about Jesus. And yeah. then they don't see it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't see, and then they're like, well, if this is so important, this is supposed to be what i give right. my life to why, why don't we do why don't you do house? it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, so it's not just the church's job it yeah. starts at home and the church supplements what you do so, absolutely yeah. absolutely um so then you had this other one um where are you at well i'm on number three so well i mean i kind of skipped around so number one was that hospitality is the mission of the church oh yeah on that real quick man this also hit me right there and we're getting close but yeah. um it hit me right there on stage it's like man that verse acts 2 46 to 47 yeah. Again, we're not trying to pump us up, but this is exactly what we just taught on the past three weeks. And it's like it's just came to me. So every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in Temple Complex. So Mm -hmm. part one of this whole series was prioritizing the church or um, the point of the local church. Mm -hmm. I keep saying prioritizing. Point of the local church Mm -hmm. is to prioritize it, but to come and be equipped. Mm -hmm. Then it says, and broke bread from house to house. That's the hospitality. They Mm -hmm. went and did meals together, hung out together. They and because of that, they ate food with joyful and humble attitudes. They were grateful for the blessings that God mm-hmm. gave them. And all of that led to them praising God and having favor with all people. Hospitality, generosity, had favor, and love had favor with all people. And because of all those things, the Lord added to them those who were being saved. I mean, that is the template to grow God's church. Mm-hmm. Devote yourselves to the temple complex. Hearing the word, worshiping together, being equipped, but also encouraged by your brothers and sisters. Go hang out with people. Break yeah. bread from house to house. Then be joyful and be humble. Praise God. Give them, and then because of all those things, you'll have favor with all people, and the Lord will add to you because it's different. Well, I love, love. favor with all people. So that you you touched on this as well. You know, I can be scared to invite my unbelieving neighbors over? What Mm -hmm. if they don't believe the same that I do? What if they are living an active lifestyle that's totally different from either what I believe in or, um, you know, or the way that I live my life? This was favor with all people. And the beautiful thing about it, the beautiful thing about it, they weren't trying to get the favor of all people. They were doing what God called them to do. God is the person who opens people's hearts, gives favor, and then adds to them. Yeah. And it's, It's, uh, that's the Lord's job, which is different back then. Remember he's writing of what he's currently seeing or being told. So it is a different culture, but at the same time, yes, they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. different. It's not like they went out and and forced people to be in there. They just Mm -hmm. were having fun, Mm -hmm. loving each other, and that's what got the attention of Mm -hmm. other people. And later in that verse too, it says they sold everything and Mm -hmm. gave it away, you know, but I mean, they just did all these things for the Lord. They genuinely loved God first, and because of that, they poured out to other people. Yeah, and, and, and because of that, people saw it. Yeah. Then... Hospitality. Puts the church on the front line. Puts the church on the front line. I love the way um, she kind of described that. Is it's like, what do people who don't know Jesus see when they come into your mm-hmm. church? So just imagine people coming in yesterday and just seeing kids on the mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. There's a little girl just dancing. Mm-hmm. There were students mm-hmm. praising God. And I just, man, that. so when I wrote that, I literally just thought, what do I see at our church? Mm-hmm. And then I even threw a little, I don't want to call it a shot, but a challenge to men mm-hmm. that uh, they don't have to care about their manliness mm-hmm. that the world tells them have to fake. They can be free and worship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they'll see. Then they'll see that even us as Christ followers have ups and downs and struggles, and mm-hmm. but we have the hope of Jesus and we can per- persevere mm-hmm. through it. That's what they should see out of church. Yeah. And I think that's what she, she intended by by that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she also talked about, um, like when it puts the church on the front line, she's talked about um, inviting inviting believers 
and non-believers alike to your house. And one of the things, I love the way that she put it. She said, it's important for unbelievers, non-believers, whatever you want to call them, to see a covenant family at work, which is we are not related by name. We are not related by flesh and blood, but it is Jesus that binds us together. And because of that, we bear, you owe me nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, You, we don't, we are not obligated to each other in this world. Mm. But because of a covenant family, we bear with with each other. We serve one another. We love one wow. another with a love that is familial, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, right. yep. and she said it's important for them to for people to see that because our world, it's, you know, what I've been thinking about this. Our world right now pushes so much. Uh, you're your own. Yeah. You're your own person, and you're not. And I think, uh, you know, if I really want to go down some sort of crazy rabbit hole, I think it's going to be the biggest downfall. It is of it's of pride. our of our culture of our country. It's like. You, your own person. We saw a lot of it, you know, with the just polarizing of, um, it's just, if you believe anything different, you're dead to me is mm-hmm. what the world is, is what it is. And that's right. not, we, we have to be careful. We aren't doing that in church, that if you believe different from me, that you're dead to me. No, we bear with you. We walk through hard things together. We have tough conversations together in love and in grace and in gentleness and, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. And so the church has to look different than the world in that way. And to have an unbeliever who may be so saturated in the world um, that's like, yeah, you say one wrong thing, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, we're done. We cut this friendship wow. off. To actually see people who bear with one another mm-hmm. could be so life-changing wow. for someone, you know? Um, so I like that she, I like that she kind of talked about that. Number three, hospitality puts hot button topics on the front line. And you mentioned this, um, and I'm just excited for the next series, honestly, the gray area. I think it's going to, um, I think it's really going to equip people to understand, because again, I've, I've, I've been transparent about this, my struggle because my world is so heavily Christian. I feel dumb sometimes when I'm trying to relate to somebody who doesn't believe what I believe. And I'm like, I get very stuck. And I think where a lot of people get stuck is. How do I love someone without making affirming where they are? Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, like, I, I do I, with my husband. Mm-hmm. I love him, but if he's wrapped up in something he shouldn't be, I don't want to be like, but it's okay. It's who you are. No. That's not true. That's not true. And so, I, how? But how do I do that with somebody who I'm not in a marriage with? You know, like, mm-hmm. how do I do that with uh, just a, a regular person? And so, um, I think that's a question I hope we can answer for people, so that yeah. they can feel confident to invite whoever to their house and know how to share life with someone, but also be true to who you are in Christ and yeah. and true to the truth. And also. Know? be okay saying, you know what? I don't know that. Yes. And, but yes. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, so I with her that. point was uh, with the hot button, I mean, it just makes sense. When yeah. you build relationships with people, and especially those who don't know mm-hmm. Christ, where their thoughts and ideologies are different, yeah. you inevitably, you'll yeah. have a chance to speak truth into their lives. Yes. Uh, I was careful to say too, because I think this is, we have to understand this. We don't have to immediately jump in and yes. share the gospel with yeah. them. It's start with a relationship mm-hmm. and then these things will come. Yeah. These things will come when they when they see that you truly love them and they can trust you. Yeah. And then you'll you'll see. I mean conversations will happen. So anyway, that's what she was saying. Like you you will have these conversations. Yes. They will come if you build relationships. And the best place to have these conversations is it's, at your table. Yes. It's not fighting back and forth on social media, spewing your opinion about every little thing that you think or feel. It's, it's in the context of your home where somebody mm-hmm. has gotten to know you and they know, wait, this person would only really tell me this if they love, because they love me and mm-hmm. not they're just trying to spew hate or well, something. And to you your know? point too is our job as disciples of Christ is to share truth. Yeah. It's not to force them to accept mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you could share and they could still be like strong in their stance. Right. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, the Holy, you you did your job of planting a seed of the and let the Holy Spirit work. Yep, and that, which is you know the overarching theme of this whole conversation. It is yeah. the Holy Spirit. It's stuff you can't anticipate. Um, you mentioned, and I'm pretty sure that was a quote from Rosaria. It was um, a, just you think that you have to have all the answers in that moment. You can literally never anticipate what the Holy Spirit will do for someone. Um, and I had this moment yesterday just seeing a few people at church and that I had not seen before. And I always just wonder for them, like when they hear the words like sin or repentance, are they immediately turned off? And honestly, in the moment, and that verse from Jesus paid it all helped. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter because it is the truth. And I can't anticipate just as the Holy Spirit came to me and revealed to me when I was 13 years old, that I was sinful and needed a yep. savior and it didn't scare me away. It actually made me lean into and say, I accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
why would I think the Holy Spirit can't yeah. do that for another person? Yeah. So I almost get nervous because the world will, you know, the world does that. It makes you feel bad for t- talking gotta, about true We got to put trust that it's a holy word. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's like, so good. honestly, that when you say it, you know, not to be so critical about, oh, that might trigger. No, no, no. It is a holy word. Yes. Let, let the Lord do his work. That's so good. Because well, it might be the thing that opens, opens up exactly. a, a bit of like, wait a minute. And now that your ears are prompted and now you can just pure gospel. Well, it goes back to Hebrews 412. Mm-hmm. Hebrews. Hebrews. That mm-hmm. it's the word that holds up the mirror to people mm-hmm. and says, here's what's going on. And who am I to say, don't say that. It's a trigger word. It'll mm-hmm. ma- it'll turn somebody off to church. What? No, it's just the gospel. Well, you yeah, you can't accept the gospel if you don't know your current exactly. state. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason for the gospel. Yes. Right. You know, so, and I mean which is where I do think I, I love I love the direction that the, our church, I think a lot of churches, I think for a long time, let's call it like early 2000s, whatever, when this whole like seeker-friendly thing started, you know, where it was like, let's just, let's not say anything that's going to be offensive. Yeah. Let's get them in the door and then we'll hit them with the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus is that you were so dirty yeah. that he cleaned you up yeah. and you got to know that you're and dirty. And being truthful. Love, yeah. You say that, right? Love is is truth. Mm-hmm. Now, we do have a, a responsibility to do it respectfully, yes. right? I mean- but still. Just, well, I've heard it that way that, uh, you know, just because you know that some people will be offended by the truth doesn't mean you get to go about it in an offensive way. That right, You're yeah. not excused. You don't get to go, uh, you don't get to go berate people no. <laughs> for Turn the gospel. Yeah. yeah. That's not a. <laughs> um, there is a call to gentleness. It's yes. a fruit of the spirit, you know. Yeah. Um, self-control is one too. So there's a call to self-control. It's a. <laughs> It is a thing. Well, and if you look at Jesus in his ministry, he he did do it gently, but there was also times where he was just blunt and to the to the point. And a lot of times he was blunt and to the point where to the religious people. <laughs> yes, right. And they <laughs> and still didn't get exactly. it. Exactly. You know? So But I think the woman at the well, the tenderness, right, the truth that he spoke. No, oh, in he fact, had hard who, truth, bro. In fact, yeah. here, here's what five. I know about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still like a tenderness to sit and to be patient and to walk through that conversation with her. That's the example for us and people who, mm. you know, uh, are living in a way that is not true. Wow. You know, they don't have the bread of life yet or, you know, uh, the well of life, you yes. know. And yeah, so, that's one of my favorite descriptions, the well of life. I know. That turns into. We did a retreat on it last year. We sure oh. did. We got the t-shirt. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Last one was hospitality builds relationships podcast, yeah. in the family. Yes. And basically all yeah. that means is do it together. When you serve others, you'll grow closer together. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's the point. Yep. I liked this conversation and I hope I, I uh here's here's a cool thing. The young adults, I'm still I'm in their their group text as if I'm a young adult. Um, but they were all sharing and so the young adults are actually they planned like a game night to get together and um, they all just keep inviting people. So now they've had to move locations because they have oh, too many people to come Fire. to play for this dinner and like game night that they're doing to get together. So I just think that, um, it takes us back to the beginning where even Brandon said it's because people are actually living it out yep. in their life right now. And I think I think this series has been great for giving. Our goal was to give people practical tools to start taking steps towards Jesus, you know, and yeah. start actually living out what we talk about on Sundays because that can be the hardest part. Um, is we hear it and it's like, but what do I actually do? Um, so anyway, great conversation, guys. Yes. Love talking about hospitality with you guys. Love talking about yesterday. That or by fun. the time people listen to this, it was Sunday. Um, so go back and watch that that message because it was super. It was, the whole thing was so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got the whole thing online. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's do it YouTube, again. New River yeah. Church. Yeah. Would you yeah. rather have no nose but really good smelling fingers, or be blind and have a really nice smile? On that note, it is time for us <laughs> to go. Unfortunately, so thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Ask for wisdom on that question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, love you all so much. Love Thanks you for so. this combo, and yeah. we'll be back next be week blessed. to talk bye. about. Why are you saying bye already? <laughs> Sorry. Next week, um, Pastor. Yeah, Pastor Vernon. He is teaching on. Community. Community. Oh, and we're going to have some really cool opportunities to actually serve as a church in the community. Um, So uh, listen to that, and then they'll be back on next week with a podcast on that. I say they. Um, You'll have to figure out who's here. Are you leaving? I'm done here. I quit. All right. Love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say bye? Yeah. Okay. Bye. bye. See y'all.
Thank you for joining us for this House of Miracles conversation. This series is happening all summer and we're sharing stories of the miracle working power of God from people right here within our New River family. If you have a story of a miracle that God has worked in your life, we want to hear it. Go to newriver.church forward slash stories to submit yours today. We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week on the Overflow Podcast.